Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to How Stuff Works Now. I'm your host, Lauren Vogelbaum, a researcher and writer here at How Stuff Works. Every week, I'm bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous advances we've seen in science, technology, and culture. This week, we looked into answers for a couple very serious questions. Are gun violence and police violence on the rise, or are we just more aware of that violence? Also, we saw a story about making high-performance aerospace materials out of bread. It's a wide world out there. First up, though, senior writer Robert Lamb brings us some research in the field of conservation biology. Could painting two crude eyes on a cow's rump help protect it from lion attacks? One Dr. Neil Jordan thinks so, and he's putting, in Robert's words, this butt-painting technique to the scientific test. Here's the reality. The African lion is a threatened species, and human expansion puts cattle grazing lands in ever closer proximity to the wildlife areas that lions call home. Lion attacks on livestock hurt hardworking farmers, and retaliatory attacks cut into lion populations. If only there was a nonviolent way to protect the cattle. That's where the eyes come into play. Just a crude pair of finger paint peepers, one to either side of the cow's tail nose. Since lions are ambush hunters, they depend on surprise attacks. If they think they've been had, they'll abandon the hunt. Or at least, that's the theory. Jordan, who holds a post with the Botswana Predator Conservation Trust, recently held a 10-week trial of the strategy, painting eyes on one-third of a 62-cattle herd. Three unpainted cows wound up as lion chow, but none of the eye cows fell to predation. That's a small study size, though, so Jordan is currently rolling out an $8,000 crowdfunded study that entails more cows, 10 GPS cattle trackers, and one GPS collar for a lucky lion. If the findings prove that the eyes have it, then farmers in Botswana and beyond could benefit from a super low-cost and sustainable tool to protect both species in an unbalanced environment. 
Hey, and there's reason to hope. Indians who happen to work in Bengal tiger country have long reported success with backwards wooden masks to ward off ambushes. Plus, various animal species evolved eye spots that in many cases may serve to protect them from creeping predators. But hey, hold off on your own anti-lion butt tattoos till the study results actually roll in. Next, senior writer Jonathan Strickland explains how scientists in China are manufacturing an inexpensive new type of carbon foam that may just be the best thing since sliced bread. A group of researchers at the Harbin Institute of Technology in China have published a paper in Applied Materials and Interfaces demonstrating a new way to make carbon foam. It involves subjecting freshly baked bread to pyrolysis, which is when you heat a substance up to intense levels in a chamber with no oxygen in it. So what exactly is carbon foam? In general, it's a lightweight material made up of almost pure carbon and is extremely porous. There are two broad categories, graphitic and non-graphitic. Each type has its own properties. Graphitic carbon foams are highly conductive, both for electricity and thermal energy, also known as heat. Non-graphitic carbon foams have greater mechanical strength than their graphitic counterparts, and they act as thermal insulators. Heat doesn't pass through them as easily. Both types are chemically inert. Dr. Yibin Lee, head of the research lab, realized that bread has the right structure to produce non-graphitic carbon foam. Like the foam, bread has open pores, and so his team subjected freshly baked bread to pyrolysis. As a bread aficionado, this makes me sad. But it's all in the name of science. The team heated the bread to more than 500 degrees Celsius, that's 932 degrees Fahrenheit. Without oxygen to allow the bread to catch fire, the material carbonized. The result was a lightweight, strong material with thermal insulation properties. The big breakthrough here is that bread isn't expensive to manufacture. Typically, scientists must first manufacture one type of foam and subject it to pyrolysis to make carbon foam. Some of these carbon foam precursors are expensive to produce, but bread doesn't cost a lot of, uh, bread. And what can you do with this carbon foam stuff once you make it? Well, it's lightweight, relatively strong, fire resistant, and a thermal insulator. Sounds like it would be right at home in the aerospace industry, where you need superior thermal insulation that can withstand the stresses of a launch. And if you're going to send stuff up into space, you want it to be lightweight. Finally this week, I dug in to some frankly upsetting research on the rates of gun violence and police violence in the United States. Reading our news feeds these days, it can feel like the world is crumbling around us. Are these rates really on the rise, or is it just that we're more aware of these incidents than we used to be? Racially motivated local and national violence have been all over our news feeds lately. And there are three major factors at work here. The actual incidence of violence, and particularly gun violence. The reporting of that violence to authorities, by authorities, and in the media. And the perception of that violence by everyone involved. First, let's look at the actual violence happening. In 2015, the Pew Research Center published an analysis of the data collected by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention through death certificates over the past few decades. This data indicates that, per capita, America's gun homicide rate has remained more or less flat between the years 2000 and 2014. Further, that rate has decreased by over 50% since its peak in 1993. 
However, Gallup polls consistently indicate that Americans believe violent crime is on the rise. Psychologists have drawn correlations between homicide reportage and fear levels among populations. And a trend analysis out of the Columbia Journalism School found that since the 1950s, news media have been sweepingly misrepresenting violent crime incidents in their coverage. Just one example. In 1981, 0.4% of the crimes committed in New Orleans were homicides, but about half of crime news focused on that subject. And that was in 1981. The news media has changed a bit since then. Newsroom employment is down over 42% from its all-time high in 1990, due to changes in the economy and the funding upset created by the rise of digital media. That means that we have about 33,000 news journalists left in the United States. Compare that to the fact that by the most recent numbers, we have about 158 million smartphone users, all of whom have instant access to publishing tools via social media, and some of whom are using that access to share stories that may have not been reported in the past. The decreasing gun homicide rate that I mentioned earlier does include fatal police shootings. However, when you break this statistic out on its own, the story is different. According to Pew, Fatal police shootings rose from 333 incidents in 2009 to 464 in 2014. And according to the Washington Post, that number was up to 990 in 2015. Black people and black men ages 15 to 34 in particular are disproportionately the victims of this deadly force. Young black men make up 2% of the population, but account for 15% of the deaths and are nine times more likely to die in police incidents than any other demographic, according to The Guardian. It's unclear whether these dramatic increases indicate actual increases in incidents or whether they're artifacts of how the data was gathered and whether these incidents have been underreported by law enforcement agencies. An analysis by the Wall Street Journal in 2014 found hundreds of police killings missing from the FBI's official files over the past several years. So are gun violence and police violence on the rise in America? We don't have the answer because no one does, but we're certainly more aware of it. Hopefully, that awareness will help drive changes to make our most vulnerable populations safer. That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe now for more of the latest science news and send us links to anything you'd like to hear us cover, plus any feedback you have or anything you'd like to say about any of the stories you've heard today. You can send us an email at nowpodcast at howstuffworks.com. And for lots more stories like these, plus articles filling out these stories, head over to our home planet, now.howstuffworks.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.